expressing the truth about the church in this world we live in. Welcome to Real Talk Ministry Podcast. This podcast talks about the issues we're facing with the church today and the challenges of balancing our life with Christ in this world we live in. Let's get ready to hear some real talk with our host, Miss Nisi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Miss Nisi of Real Talk Ministry. And I want to say thank you, as I always say, thank you for listening to my podcast. I want to thank you for listening because if you listen to any of my previous podcasts, you will see from the very beginning, I was really new, so it was short. And I was trying to to write everything out and write everything down and try to be specific. Um, Then one day, I just kind of just said what was on my heart without writing anything down. And then I went through so many different kinds of equipment to try to better the sound and adjustment. So I want to say if you hear some that's like, oh my gosh, what happened? Or that's too low or it's not high or, you know, seem kind of choppy. It's still a work in progress. So I'm praying that as this year ends and the next year begin, I'll have better equipment, a better way of working on this podcast, but it's not going to stop me from still sharing the word and what God laid on my heart. So that's why I'm here today. Also to remind you that is one week away from the Real Talk Ministry finale event for 2021, December Real Talk Ministries. It's going to be at church. So let's go to church. You can come to church with me. It's going to be at 2543 East Led Better Drive in Dallas, Texas. So if you're in the Dallas, Texas area, please come out. The church is called the Fountain of the Living Word, and it's the church in the back. So uh, they have two churches. They have a big church, and then they have a small church in the back. So just come out and join in service and celebration for our uh, last Real Talk ministry event for 2021. I wanted to give out some encouraging words to you today. I hope that you have had a year that regardless of the trials and tribulations that you are looking forward with high hopes of a new year and allowing God to use you, challenge you, and to be a blessing to someone's life. So even though I'm going to talk about a couple of things, I do want to be very encouraging in what I want to say. I always say I have two podcasts a month because that was the uh command (laughs) that God has given me to do. And until he changes that, that's what I'm going to do. So the first podcast of the month is usually just, just what is on my heart to inspire or to talk about or to bring up as a topic, just of discussion. And the second one is more like my Bible study. You know, I want to research some things and understand some things that I've been saying all my life. And is it really what God said or did I just pick up a bad habit from a service and that's been carried on for services and services? So on this podcast, I am going to talk about 
racism just a little bit. Don't don't turn me off. It's not going to be a whole thing about racism. And I want to encourage us women. So men, you don't have to turn it off either. We we're going to encourage each other on this podcast today. So first, I want to say racism we know it can go away, but that doesn't mean it is. I'm not going to go deep into it. I'm not going to go into the heart of it. I'm not going to say, you know, we, you know, I'm not going to make it seem like I'm nitpicking or calling out organizations. And all I'm going to say is we know it's still real. Cover and pray. Uh, I know people have their own thoughts and feelings about prayers and racism and black people. I am a black woman and I experience racism often, too often sometimes. It's always around to the point I'm almost immune to it. And when I mean immune to it, I mean, I have to, I have very well became accomplished on just turning the other cheek or just being like, Lord, not today. Because it's always around. I went to the store today to pick up some stuff for my job. That Some personal stuff like, you know, snacks and stuff that I needed on the job. And uh, this lady had the divider. And when it was time to move it so my stuff could be on there, the cashier threw it. But the lady behind me when it was my turn to check out, she politely took took it and said, ma'am, could you please put this behind yours? And she was just so polite to her and kind to her. And don't even get me wrong, her attitude appeared to be like, oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you. But you know when it's false. And it was so false. And I just went to work and I sat at my desk And I was like, Lord, I am so tired of this. I'm tired of fighting the underlying racism. It's easy to fight the racism that's in your face. But it's hard to fight the devil of racism when they sneaking it under and making it seem like it really wasn't like that. To the point where it just comes across like, no, that's you. That's not me. That was I would never do that. You know it's there. It's always there. And um, I just want to say for the first encouragement of that, because we see it every day. We see it sometimes being spinned in a negative way uh, in the media. We hear it. You know, we can't help but to fight. And when I say racism, I know black people are not the only target, but I'm black. So that's all I can speak to. I have always been a target. So I can't speak to everyone else. But to every single person under the sound of my voice, just pray that when you have moments or if you see something or something that you know, even if you can't speak up to say it, just say a prayer and be like, Lord, help that person through their day and through their day and Continue to fix this world. We can't forget that evil is here too. I know people want to just wipe out stuff. You can't just wipe it out. Because Satan isn't going anywhere. 
and he is on here to this world in this world to do his job and even though he's doing his job we have to do ours too so just a reminder that it's not always the pitch uh pitchforks and tiki torches and uh what now shields and face masks and uniforms it's not always the hate that the media makes known it's nice that we know that but it's the hate that is behind closed doors that is at the register that is at the doctor's office that is at the gas station that is selling you cars or uh everywhere where you shop it's the hate that people just don't see because it's supposed to be innocent when it's not so i wanted to touch on that and yes i want to say i am talking about it because it bothered me (laughs) you know the most inspirational topics of discussion comes from things that have happened or have been heard that needs to be addressed and i felt like that needs to be addressed and i want to encourage everyone to just cover and ask god you can't you probably don't see yourself in a position to go save the world from racism But there's always something you could do for yourself. And you can always pray for others. But that don't mean they're going to change. We know that. We know God can do anything in prayer. We're not limiting him. But he, just like I had a choice and had to decide to live for Christ and continue to live for him, they have a choice too. And if they don't use Christ to the full capacity to not do that and be forgiven of their, you know, and repent and not treat people that way, all we can do is pray and dust our feet and move on. So that's the part about racism. See, it wasn't bad. It's for everybody. Because when we talk about racism, I know white people seem to think, oh, it's, you know, it's not me. It's not me. We're not saying it's not you if it's not you. Or they'll say, uh, y'all racist too. No, we just have self-hate. <laughs> we just have uh, confusion. I will say that the self-hate comes with confusion. And I'm, I said, I want to go, go deep in that, so I'm not. But just because racism exists, if you really, truly not a racist, no matter what race you are, you're not going to get blamed for being a racist. Always remember that. You never have to ask a black person, did I come off being racist? Did I do this? Because don't do anything that you don't want done to you. Don't say things that you know can possibly be offensive. If you think it's going to be offensive, don't say it. And I'm not speaking to the white people. I'm speaking everybody in general listening to the sound of my voice. If you're not a racist, you will act like it at all times. You don't have to be careful. You don't have to make sure you don't step on nobody's toes. Non-racist people don't act like that. Period. They just treat you with love and kindness. And they treat you like a human being. I don't have to have special treatment from other races. For you to prove to me you're not a racist. Just don't be one. And I pray that the Lord continue to help me and all of us who are struggling despite your race despite your gender to see him in the full light of who he is 
and we start being submissive to his ways and his work and repent of our sins and let him lead our lives. Now, I hope that encourage you on um, racism. Now, women. I want to encourage the women today to let you all know that you're okay and you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine regardless of what is going on in your life. Now, this is not something that I'm experiencing. I'm not going to say that, oh, I have experienced or I have talked to someone. It's not like the racism that I just spoke about. I really generally want us as women to know that we are going to be okay. So what am I trying to say? Like, what's the underlying? There is no underlying. Whatever you're going through, whatever trial you're going through, whatever it is that's hard right now, whatever it is that is in the forefront of your mind that you feel that you need help on, that you want Christ to come and conquer and accept, I pray that you understand that whatever you are going through, that it's going to be okay. I pray that in the next year, in the months, the weeks to come, and this is not no prophetic 2022 declaration. I'm not making any declarations because this prayer is not a prayer just for next year, but the next year is coming. So we're going to pray for it, <laughs> that you will be good in your spirit. And if you're in a situation that you know you don't want to be in and that you want to come out of and you want a clean start and you want a fresh start and you want a clean slate, I pray that you get that. I pray that today, right now, under my voice, if next year, if you're hearing this at the end of December 2022 and I say next year, I do mean next year. <laughs> Whatever the years that you need, whatever the week or the day that you feel you need redemption, I pray that you get it. And the reason why I say that is because as a woman, I can relate and say that it's hard. And I'm not saying, oh, bash the men and they do this and they do that. This is nothing to do with men. This ain't got nothing to do with boys or girls over guys. It's just to encourage the women, and this is not a women's ministry because I'm a woman and I'm saying this. It's just that we sometimes have hard times and we need the encouragement to hear someone say it's okay. Now, before I go into all these disclaimers, because I'm not doing disclaimers on this, but I will say this and let it be said. I am encouraging the women. Don't get offended if you don't want to hear it. Uh, please continue to listen. But I, everybody has a platform of who needs to be encouraged at the time. And although I feel like men needs encouragement, and I know people like women gets it all the time. Well, today they're getting it again. The stress of life for women can cause so much and it can and to be able to keep pushing and pushing and pushing sometimes we don't know when to stop sometimes we push so hard that we put things aside because there's a mannerism in us as women that feels that 
it is hard to not put things before, put needs and wants before ourselves because we have kids or we have children or we have a job or a deadline or a career that we need to meet in order to complete the goals that we want in our lives. It is no secret that we are underpaid. It is no secret that it is hard for us to come up and do the things that are supposed to be equal to men. Uh, It's no secret that in the job force that we have to fight harder for positions. These are not secrets. You can Google all this stuff. But with those fights, even if you're not in the workforce and you're at home, I learned so many years ago that that is a job and that is hard too. And you have to fight even there. Just being at home, taking care of kids. If you're on disability or if you see yourself getting to a certain age where there's changes happening in your body and you don't want to accept them and you can't stop them and you see that, you know, there's more challenges on top of these changes, but you're going to be okay. Okay is not a bad word. I know it's always good to hear, you're going to be great, you're going to sell, you're going to succeed, but okay means that Whatever it is, you're going to accomplish it, but you're going to be cool. I know it's hard to hear someone going through something real, real bad. And it seems like it's the worst thing that can ever happen. And someone's like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. You know, we want to hear it's going to be victorious. You're going to have victory. You're going to excel. You're going to, you're going to run the race and win. You will, but it's okay to hear okay in the process until you get there sometimes our life struggles may seem like it's never ending we always have to pick up the pieces we sometimes don't know when to put down the pieces but you're gonna be okay he's gonna be there christ is gonna be there to help direct your life he's gonna be there to help you move forward for what it is you want for your life. You're not left alone. You're not pushed aside. You're not someone who doesn't, um, you can have the feel and need of being catered to. Being catered to doesn't mean that a man has to pay your bills and support you. Everybody is not in that position. And if you are in that position that I know people like to say that, you know, there's restrictions, there are guidelines. You make it work for what you want to do for your husband and what you need to do for him. And y'all make it work together for what y'all need to do for your lives. And ask God to, to be the leader and guide of however your situation is. But even for the single women, you know, when you hear someone when you hear someone say you need to be catered to, most people think, oh, you want a man to take care of you. No, sometimes you just want to be able to not even go somewhere and be pampered or sitting at a spa or spending money. No, sometimes you just want to come home and kick up your feet and lay down and turn on a good TV show and just chill. That is catering to me. I don't know if it's because of my age, so things are changing, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. When I want to spend money, when I can, I <laughs> I will spend money on the things I feel like I need and what satisfies me. Sometimes you could look at somebody or look at something and 
that's grand and beautiful for their life. That may not be satisfying me to go sit on the beach. It may look satisfying, but it may not be what I want to do to say I'm being catered to and I like this. I may just need to be alone with my Pepsi and, and just having a good day to rest, to have peace. But I want to encourage you today to know that you're going to succeed in your struggling. You're going to succeed as a mother. If you're trying to be a mother and you just don't see it happening, that doesn't mean you're not going to succeed as a woman. You are full. If you had breast cancer and you no longer have any breasts, that doesn't mean you're not a woman. You will succeed. You will be full of Christ and his love. The capacity that he has for you does not stunt the growth and the, and the joy and the passion that you have within yourself. It will not be in a position where you can't move forward. You will always move forward. It is hard to list all the things that us as women go through, but you're going to go through it and you're going to be okay. You're not going to feel overwhelmed all the time. You're not going to feel like this is the end all the time. You're not going to feel like there's no way to make ends meet. There's not going to be feelings of always thinking that you're going to be in this rut. You're going to be in this house. You're going to be in this apartment. You know you need a car. You're tired of the bus. You want to eat more than just the same meal every day just to keep food on the table. You will get where you need to go and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And God has not failed you. He has not forgotten you. He's not going to leave you alone in that way forever. Trust me. This I can say. I know. <laughs> if we have to be relating to something, yes, I know without a shout of doubt that God will bring you out. I know he will give you joy in the midst of the storm. He will give you joy when you're going through hard times. He will give you joy. He will have you look back on the hard times as if it wasn't even hard at all. He will give you tears of joy of the times that you went through that was hard while you're going through it and once you get past it. So whoever feels like, okay, it's the end of the world for me. And I don't just... I'm not talking suicidal. I'm saying the end of the world. Like, I'm tired. I can't do this. I can't hear about any more um, diseases. It already done took some people out that I know. I already been affected by it and it hurt me. And I don't want to hear about anything else in this world that's going to cause me to feel like there's no way out for me and my family. Or there's no way out for me as a single person. Who do I trust? Who do I go to? How I know this person is right for me? How I know if this friend is going to be legit? How am I going to be able to stand and not be weak and have fear and, and conquer all the things that I want to go through? If I keep getting attacked and the trouble is going to keep coming and I see no way out. You're going to see your way out because you're going to be okay. I believe God is saying this. You're going to be okay. He's going to bring you through. I'm not one of those people who just going to be like, he's going to bring you through. Just just keep praying. You'll see it in so many days. I ain't never been that type of person. 
I don't know how God will ever use me to be as he want me to be in him. But I know some things, and I say this a lot because I, I don't want to give any false perception of who Christ is and how he works. There are many things that he comes immediately on. But there are some things you just have to go through it and know that he is there and he's going to take care of you. He's going to do all that is needed and required for your life. And you're going to be okay in the process of him doing it. You're going to make it. You got to believe you're going to make it. And if you have times where you don't think you're going to make it, just sit down, close your eyes, take a breather. And if you don't say nothing, but I trust you. If you can't do a prayer, if you can't say the words, if you, even if you can't just say it out of your mouth at the moment, just keep repeating it in your heart and your mind until you are able to form the words and say, Lord, I trust you. I'm in your hands. We're going to be okay. And if you feel like you're going to be better than okay, you tell the Lord, we're going to be better I'm going to be better. It's going to be better than okay. But as long as you're with me, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to make it. Things come across. And as women, when I say pick up the pieces and don't know how to put down the pieces, we pick up things. We try to help. We try to be the best person that we can possibly be. But sometimes you got to drop some things in order to do that. I am not encouraging nobody to drop a person, drop a life, drop any. I'm just saying, you know what things are in your life that needs to be dropped, put aside, uh, stowed away to another day. Maybe need to be packed away because it's the winter and you, you can't go through that in your winter season. So you need to just put it aside until the summer season come. You may have to revisit it. But whatever you need to do for your peace, whatever you need to do in order to be firm in what it is that you need to do for Christ, for yourself, for your family, for your surroundings, for your job, for you. You can do that. And trust God that he will allow you to do it. You don't have to be like, oh, because my family, oh, because the people on the job, oh, because my neighbors, oh, because this happened. It don't have to be because of nobody except what you need to do for your life to be focused, for you to be happy, for you to have joy, for you to have peace, for you to feel refreshed, for you to feel that the weight is not going to keep you buried underground, that you can pop up and be like, okay, it's another day. I got to accomplish some things. I got to get rid of some things. I got to let go of some things. I need to pick up some things and I need to drop some things. Sometimes we hear things over and over and over because I know what I'm saying is nothing new. But it's not being repeated just because you're not catching it. We catch it. We understand. We hear it. We know what we need to do. And then we don't necessarily need to hear it over and over and over because we're not understanding that we need to do it. Some of us, we're compassionate and there's a process. We don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. We don't want to be like, uh, I'm doing this to hurt you. Because 
if I'm doing something that has to do with another individual that they may not like, I will be feeling bad about it. But if Christ is leading me to have a better life and have a success and to um, move forward, it may hurt them. It may hurt you, but he'll fix it. He'll fix it where there's no blame. And if it just so happened that it just can't happen that way where it's just peaceable, then let God handle it. If you're doing what he said, let him handle it. You can't fight every battle. You can't defend yourself to everybody. And sometimes you just got to let it go. And it's not always a human being. If it's a car that you just see, it's not going to work and you really don't want to catch the bus. You don't want to ride with nobody. You want to be independent, but you know that this car is not going to work for you. Let it go. If you see that this house, you know, now all the kids are gone or I'm going through a divorce. I really can't really stay here. I can't afford it. You know, I I need to uh, wind down and go a little smaller. Let it go. All this stuff that I'm saying, I'm not saying to jump up and just do it because you feel encouraged to do it. I'm saying let it go because you prayed on it, you fast on it, you asked God and he gave you directions. Don't ever forget that. I don't care who's motivating you. I don't care how encouraging it sounds. I don't care how good it feels. I don't care if God is telling you, yes, this is what you need to do. If he is. And if he isn't, you always got to go to him for directions. I don't ever want to jump ship without his guidance. Because I've learned that if I tell somebody to do something, I have to, and they do it because I said, it, then I'm going to have to hold their hand through the process. And if I'm going through and you're going through, Satan's going to put something in between there and we're not going to succeed. So if you hear me saying to let go, I know it's, it seems like, oh, it's easy to let go of someone who did you wrong. And it's easy to let go a family. It's easy to let go, uh, walk away from that church. Or it's easy. It's not. It's not easy when you're a person who was trying to do something for yourself and for God and other people don't understand. It's not easy. But the reason why I say make sure it's God's leading, because even when it's not easy, you'll do it and you won't look back because your goal is not to hurt or to offend. Your goal is to get the life, live the life and be the life God wants you to be. And just because you have to let them go, if they don't receive you later. Because, I mean, some things you let go, you just let go for the moment. You don't have to let go forever. It don't have to be eternal. That's why I say let God lead. Because I could say the things that I feel he is really leading me to say. But he knows your heart. And he knows what the purpose is for you. So for you as women, stay strong. Stay strong and confident. Don't be nobody ride or die. If God ain't telling you to be nobody, ride or die. And I don't mean just for some dude. I mean for your kids, for your adult kids, for your little kids, 
for your homegirl, for your cousins, for your parents, for your siblings. No, be who God is calling you to be. Sometimes we have to grow up and understand that I can't be who I used to be so they can see that this is who I am and why am I changing? Because I have to. We all got to go through a transition in order to see God the way he wants us to see him. It's like Naomi. Naomi, Ruth, and Opal. They all had to go through a transition. It's up to you how you trans how you allow the transition to affect your life with Christ. Opal didn't stay with God. She had a choice. She just didn't choose it. We don't know the rest of her story. It's not, I'm not gonna say it wasn't because it wasn't important or she didn't have one. We don't know, but she chose her direction. Ruth chose her direction. She didn't just really choose to follow God. She chose to follow her mother-in-law who knew God. She wanted that way. She decided, you know what? I'm going to stick to you. I'm still going to be supportive. I'm still going to make it through. I'm still going to handle my business and I'm going to roll with you. And Naomi, I think that was the toughest transition of all. And sometimes I feel like that was the realest transition of all. Because she was mad. She changed her name to Bitter. She was upset. She didn't want to be bothered with nobody. She ain't need nobody following her. She wanted her days to just end like she ain't had nothing to give. And really, she didn't act like she had anything to receive, but she did because she was able to help Ruth. She was able to help Boaz. And she was able to help herself. You want to know why? Because even in her transition where she was mad and bit, calling herself bitter and, and, and disappointed in the ways that God had did for her life, she still followed God. So when you're transitioning, whether you're transitioning and you feeling like, I just can't do this no more, continue to seek God. Don't give up. If you're transitioning and you're like, you know what, I got to pick up the pieces and I got to keep moving forward, you keep doing that in God. Don't give up. If you're transitioning and you're like, no, this is bit, I'm bitter, I'm mad, I don't got time for nobody and nothing, I don't want to be bothered, you keep moving in Christ. Keep moving in God. Don't give up. Because you know why? You're going to be okay. And you're going to make it. And He's going to be there for you in the process. So that's the words I wanted to share today. I pray you were encouraged. And if you were encouraged, if you know somebody or think somebody going through this, share this word with them. And when you share it, just tell them, hey, no matter what she say, if it don't apply, I just thought of you. If it do apply, don't just take her word for it. Go to God. I pray with you. I don't have to know what it is God is going to do for you. I just want to pray with you. Look, I want to help you out as my sister. I want to help you out as a woman who I see needs God. I want to help you out as a woman who is trying to be on track and stay on track. And I believe God can help you continue to stay on track. I want to help you because I know you've been through a lot and now you're mad and you're bitter and you don't really want to deal with nobody. You don't want a fresh start. You don't want to start over. You just want to just let your days come to an end. Whatever happens, happens. God got a fresh start for you. God will be there for you. God will take care of you. He is there for you.
Be blessed, my sisters. Be blessed, my sisters in Christ. Don't feel defeated for the things you see around you. Don't feel defeated by the actions you see. Don't feel defeated by the things you hear. Even if you hear it from another woman, don't be defeated. Don't take it in and let it hurt you. Don't let it overwhelm you. We got to be real. We're not always there for each other as women a lot of times. Sometimes we're harder, we're meaner, and we're harsh to ourselves and against ourselves. But keep moving. Keep moving and don't stop. Just know in Christ Jesus, you will succeed. You will become great. You will be victorious. You will conquer the world. You will conquer all the things that are around you that is trying to bring you down. I'm uplifting you today. You will make it. God is there for you. He's going to send you help when you need it. Just keep trusting in him. You're going to make it to the end. You're going to be victorious. You're going to be better than great. And guess what? In Jesus name, you're going to be okay. God bless you. I pray for you and I pray that he is always there for you and that you can hear what it is that he is doing and see what the outcome is and that it's great and that it is okay in Jesus name. Thank you for listening and again visit Real Talk Ministry website for more event information and news. Thank you and God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted. You can also stop by Miss Nisi's website, www.realtalkministry.com. There you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless.